This is exactly right. Adulting is hard, but it doesn't have to be impossible. If you want to hear more about ways you can actually live your best life, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways you can improve your life. This season on How to Be a Better Human, learn how thinking about death can actually make your life happier, why it's never too late to make a change, and more. Find How to Be a Better Human wherever you get your podcasts. Jordan, what happened to your voice? Were you just like yelling after your kids in Bay Ridge? Uh, no, I would like, never. Get away from that Olive Garden. <laughs> we got a never ending bowl of pasta at home. Get away from those breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I woke up and it's gone. You woke up like this? I woke up like this. <laughs> I am now the president of a co op board on the Upper West Side. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I own 9,000 cats. <laughs> And none of you are getting the penthouse appointment. I feel like you're going to really hurt your vocal cords doing that. I look forward to the polyps. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Michelle Boutel. And I'm Jordan Carlos, and my voice is gone. Oh God. Welcome to Adulting from WNYC Studios, the podcast where we learn how to be grown-ass adults together. Yeah, Michelle, I got to ask you a question. I know... We're both married yes. to other people. But sometimes <laughs> you catch eyes for a celebrity. We're only human. Yeah. Like, who's yours? Oh, my God. When I see Jason Momoa on any red carpet with just, like, a uh, blazer and his chest hair and just, like, a couture scrunchie, something happens deep down inside of me, like, 18 feet deep. And I'm just like, what? Like, my dick jumps a little bit. It's great. Mine's Viola Davis. What? Voila Davis? Yeah. I, lo- I love yes. her. Yes. You know what's weird? Yeah. Your mom kind of looks like Viola Davis. Oh, you <laughs> aging Dr. Freud. No, she just, oh God. No, uh, this is, I'm tailspinning. Look, this is not after good. we record this, we can go to therapy, honey. Please. Guys, we recorded this episode at the Bell House in Ugh. Brooklyn, and it's full of little surprises. Michael Ian Black. Malik Yoba. And Jessica Pimentel. So stay tuned and let's all grow the fuck up. Together. I know, it's amazing. Hello. There is some multiculti in here. It's kind of like a bank commercial. Are there black people here? There's some, yeah. Some multiculti in here. Oh, now the lights are down and I can't see you. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. That's just the way it is. You heard that. Things will never be the same. DJ Don Will, everybody. He's amazing. Don Will. I'm Michelle Buteau. This is Jordan Carlos. Hello. This is Hashtag Adult. Thank you so much for coming. Make some noise if you've been to the show before. Oh. Make some noise if you were dragged here by your significant other. <laughs> See, fuck y'all. Get out. In the first row. In the first row. I love it. I love when people get dragged in the first row. Because then I can drag them. Ow. So, Jordan and I are friends on purpose. And, um... What? Which is nice. Sometimes yeah. people want stuff. Like, what can you give me? You know what I mean? Like, just friendship. He's a dad. I don't know how he hasn't ripped them jeans. They are so tight. I'm giving him a pap smear oh, with my face. Is it bad? It's so tight. Do I look bad? Do I look bad? So tight. And bad? then you, like... You cuffed okay. him at the bottom? Like, I have too long? Soccer. Too long? I have soccer thighs. I have soccer thighs. You have soccer thighs? That just means that, Open. like, I have fat thighs. That's all, you know? What's wrong with them fat thighs? 
nothing, going? nothing. I just blast through pants, that's all. I just blast through, I'm like, I'm sorry, pants. This, this is my bored. body, Listen, I'm guys. feeling. This is the best I can do. Do I look horrible? You guys can tell me. No, do I look you like, don't look horrible. Do I look like no. cat puke? No, you don't, no, don't talk about my friend like that. <laughs> So anyways, this show, this messy, messy show, you know, we were hanging out like what a year ago and we we're just yep. like, how do we figure out <laughs> our lives to get to, yeah, our lives without like, are your glasses foggy already? What is happening? Oh my God. <laughs> Can we do like a command Z? I think like, <laughs> I feel like I purposely bought these jeans at Saks to, to look good for you. Oh, get off of it. You look good. Okay, stop. No, okay. no, this is how he gets you. Don't <laughs> Don't even, he's fine. He can wear a bikini better than me. The point is, this show is basically just a fun sit down show. And we just like interview like our friends, comedians, influential, celebrities, <laughs> DIY, a sex tape make -ons. <laughs> Just kidding, know any? Because it's the adult thing to do. It's the grown-up thing to do. And that's what we're trying to do is like navigate our adulthood. Um, because believe it or not, we have to get through it. Even though I don't want to. Like this morning, I was like, yeah, I have to take my body to the show. You know, like, uh, but first, huevos rancheros, you know, like. <laughs> which is a part of it. It's a part of like growing up. We're like, we, we. I wish like, men got their periods. Do you know what I mean? Because. What? What? There'd, what? Be no, there'd be like, there'd be no men. There'd be no fucking people. You guys would be like, I don't understand what this is. I don't understand. No, we bleed it. We, we would like brag about how much we bled. That's what we do. Like, like, it's how much you bleed, dude. I fucking... I bled a fucking court, bro. <laughs> Keep it moving, dude. Look at this light-ass bleeder. <laughs> is that even oh. arterial blood, you bitch? <laughs> that was actually the original concept of True Blood on HBO. <laughs> Yeah, like what was your most grown-up moment of the week this week? What was my most grown-up moment of the week? Yeah. Oof, I don't know. I think I could double as um, not adult and then also adult. What's the word for not adult? What's the word for juvenile? Thank you. <laughs> um, but you know what happened to me? I have two dogs. I have a big one, a lab mastiff, mm -hmm. and her shits just shut me down emotionally like a robot on Westworld. I'm like, <laughs> like people cross the street when she takes a shit. And then I also have a pug chihuahua who's 16 and like can't really, I know, I just, I'm not allowed to breastfeed her anymore in public, but I even got one of those covers on Etsy and people are like, what's happening? I'm like, love. So she woke up at like three in the morning and when she wakes up, I know she has to pee and my husband won't let me get dog diapers yet. So, so you know what I did? Yeah. I just put her in the bathtub. What? I was like, just pee in there. But then she ended up taking a shit. <laughs> I was like, I didn't expect that, but you go ahead and get it. Oh my God. Yeah, so cut to me. <laughs> just cleaning my bathtub. Oh, fucking relax. You got, no one's taking a shit in the bathtub. <laughs> By accident, yeah. judgy motherfucker. No. Little kids, little kids do that. When you're taking like a bath, like you're like, okay, and then there'll be like a fucking Snickers bar floating in there. Like, oh shit! You know? Oh no, is that what happens get, to your kids? Yes, you gotta get like the fishnet out and like be like, get it! You know, that's it's bad. How old is your daughter? My daughter's five and a half. She's oh, amazing. Shit. But she's like, she's Why do you do halves? Because they do halves. They're just like, my half birthday's coming up. What are you gonna get me? So, um, 
My agent just told me that. My agent just told me that he had to have a full-on birthday cake for his three-and-a-half-year-old. And I was like, you could say no. Yeah. I'm 41. People say no to me all the time. And I just have to take it. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't get her a birthday cake or anything like that, but it, she definitely went to Favorite Store. Favorite Store is just like CVS and you get like fucking toys. Uh, but she calls it Favorite Store. So oh, like... I love Favorite Store. <laughs> I fuck with Favorite Store too. Yeah. Guys, we got an inside joke for this show. Favorite Store. Favorite Store. <laughs> oh my Count God. of three, everybody say Favorite Store. One, two, three. Favorite Store. <laughs> <laughs> so lame. You guys teachers? Yeah. Oh my God, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, well that's so for, nice. Yeah. Thank you for being teachers. Do you we have a favorite teachers. teacher? Uh, that my you wife remember? is my favorite teacher. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do you guys just talk about historic facts all day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our first conversation was in a nightclub where she was just like, settle a bet with me about the Civil War. And I was like, you know, like. Again, that could go so many ways. Like, this, I feel like now I know so much about your foreplay. No. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, we talk about history. It's like, we get into it. It's like really fun. You know, like she told me, we were talking about, like, all right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Let's get Should we just move hot. on? I feel like we should move on. Yeah, we should. We should. I mean, I gotta text my wife after this. But um... okay, quick question. Quick question. Go ahead. What's your favorite century? What's my favorite century? Uh, <laughs> Do you see how excited he is? <laughs> what is that? I never. You know, I get that excited when like chicken wings are hot and have enough sauce on it. I'd probably say it was during. Uh, it was probably. Um, Probably the 14th century in Spain on the Iberian Peninsula. I would have loved to have been like a Moor in Spain, just like. like... All right, so excited you know to bring our first guest. So excited to bring anybody our first else. Guest. You guys excited? <laughs> you guys Are you excited, excited about talking about ready? the 14th century? Uh, this guy has so many motherfucking credits. I can't even get to it. Can't. If you don't know him, you're an asshole. He is amazing. Please give it up for Michael, Michael Ian. Hi, Michael. We finally have Michael on the show. Hi, everybody. You look good, man. You look really good. I like that jacket. It's like fun. It's functional. You are the perfect guest for adulting. Mm -hmm. Because look at it. Because look at it. Because look, you have layers. Where where did I drive in from? He drove in from Connecticut, Connecticut. everybody. What the fucking (laughs) boss. I mean, talk about adulting. And you got kids. Shit, I have kids. Yeah. I have pets. I have a house. I have a jacuzzi. What? what? Well, Michael, what do you do in the jacuzzi? <laughs> Twice a year, you drain it, <laughs> and then you fill it back up. End of story. Yeah. That's great, man. Can what? you break down your childhood in 60 seconds or less? Uh, yeah, like three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that was a thumbs down for your podcast listeners. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What was what? What do you try to like correct about like your uh, your parenting as as opposed to what happened with you? Like, what do you like take more time and consider like what's going no. on? No. Okay. 
No, you learn you learn to do things a certain way, then you do them. I mean, that's just the way the world works. Are you a do you do you yell? Do you raise your voice? Are you intense? I'm very calm at home. Gotcha. I'm a, I can't imagine you yelling at anything. I don't really yell very much. I feel like if you're gonna yell at something, then we should all be hiding under a desk. <laughs> what I do though is uh, the great parenting tactic, mm -hmm. which is help us. Yes. Uh, the disappointment. The disappoint oh, they hate it. They the hate it. What yeah, you the you know, look, I understand that you did what you did. Right. You made a poor choice. <laughs> and I'm going to love you no matter what. Wow. But That sounds great to me. But you really let me down. <laughs> wow. Okay, I have to say that to my son. He, like, last week he pooped in the DVD drawer. Um, no. like, it does look like a mini toilet. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, it does. Um, and it's like, wow, out of, out of the box thinking. Um, Did he poop through the hole? Because don't they have a hole in the hole in there? <laughs> there is a hole. Yeah, yeah. Yes. For the finger. For the finger. Um, who knew? It's also for the poopy. But, um... But yeah, I'll, I'll use that next time. I don't think you'll understand a goddamn word I'm saying. But like, but you're saying disappointment rather My than... My children are old. My children are 17 and 15. No, they're not. Okay. <laughs> how do you... I'll just yes and your premise. All right, they're not. But how do you raise teenagers? Do you think about like when I was 15, I used to do this, so let me talk yeah, to you about Yeah, kind this. of. But I mean, I, I, my wife and I are pretty honest with them about everything. Like last night at dinner, my wife was talking about the hallucinogenic mushrooms we took... Uh, what? I know. I was like, do you really want to talk about that? I mean, I didn't say that. I was thinking this, and then I was thinking, yeah, what difference does it make? Like, yeah, we'll be honest with them. Yeah, we took shrooms. That's so Lenny Kravitz of you. Yeah, that's what, I mean, yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> that's pretty much my thing, Lenny Kravitz. So you're like, cool, Dad. Um, let me ask you, like, were your kids like, oh, great, let's just do some shrooms together and get fucking shredded? Is that what you're going to do? Or like... No, I don't think they would, because they don't think... I'm cool, and they don't think my wife's cool, and so they wouldn't want to do that with us. They don't think you're cool? I mean, I, don't, I would hate it if my kids thought I was cool. Really? I mean, it just feels like, as a parent, the natural progression is they love you, they love you less, they hate you, they leave. <laughs> <laughs> and they're right, they're right on track for that. <laughs> Great. So it feels like they're doing exactly what they should do. How do, you, how do you help them become little adults? The more parenting I do, the more I feel like the less parenting you do is better. Okay. Like, I just feel like... A is that a parent or a child? Wait, wait. Could be both. Um, I just feel like, you, as a parent, you have two jobs. Yeah. Make, you, make sure your kid is safe and alive, and make sure your kid knows uh, that they are loved. After that, right. do what you want. Okay. What about teaching them how to read? Not my job. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you... When was the moment you felt like a grown-up for the first time? Like, like probably around age 46? <laughs> there comes a moment, and for me it didn't happen until my 40s, when it wasn't so much that I felt like an adult, but it was the recognition that this is how I am, and right. that's never gonna change. 
And it took me to my mid-40s to figure that out. I kept waiting to sort of step into a revelation about adulthood, a revelation about being a grown-up. And what I, the revelation that I had was, oh, that's not going to happen. You just have to accept who you are in this moment and assume that this is basically who you're going to be forevermore. Wow. That's, that's I mean, that. come on, Super Soul come on, y'all. That is a grown man right there. That is a grown man. Throughout our live show, we answer questions from the audience about, you guessed it, adulting. But don't worry, podcast listeners. You can ask us your questions, too. Yes. We know you got them. I know you do, honey. Mm-hmm. Ask your burning questions about being a grown-up by tweeting them to us using the hashtag adultingpod. That's adultingpod. P-O-D. <laughs> they got it. We'll be back with more after this. I can't wait. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's time to ask questions. Okay. We're going to answer some questions. All right, here we go. How do I get my boyfriend to commit to washing our sheets regularly? Oh, my God. It's like I keep thinking we can't get weirder questions. I know. How the... Yeah. I think we hit bottom, and then, uh, like, at the bottom, there's, like, a trap door, and we go lower. <laughs> like it's, That's such a yuck. You wash them. You know what I'm saying? Like... If, it, if he's not doing it regularly, you got to do it yourself, boo-boo. Like, you have to snatch that off on Saturday. Saturday chores, do it yourself. I'm a man. We eventually get it. We're like, oh, shit. We do no, this on no, Saturday. I disagree. I'm okay. just like, look. Fuck. I know what your dick tastes like. Washy sheets. Wow. I don't know what you... Why? It was the question. I answered it. It was... You're right. You got it. Do the daily mental breakdowns go away after 40? <laughs> They increase. Get ready. Oh. <laughs> Do they but, go away after 40? Wait, is that a question or a cry for help? <laughs> yeah. Who the are you? Who hurt you? What happened? Away. Yeah. You no, know, they don't. They maybe you up. should just like drink more water, change where you live, who you are, your job. You get better. I think you get better at dealing with the breakdowns. You turn, on the, you turn down the volume on those, like, on those darker thoughts. <laughs> One more, and then we'll bring it Okay, one more. Out. How do you? How often do you adult? That's a weird question. Next. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do it daily. I mean, like, I like. There's enough toilet paper in the house. There's enough fucking milk. You know what I'm saying? That's adulting to me. Oh, okay. Like being the quartermaster and keeping those levels up. Oh, well, you answered it seriously. That's how you adult. Does anybody? Okay, right now, is there enough milk in the in your house right now? Yes. All the women are like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the men are like, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the milk levels are. <laughs> if you wanna... Know your milk level. If, if, you... You, if you're wondering why you're single, you don't know your milk levels. 
No woman's gonna come to your house if you don't have milk. Do you understand? That's true. That's and, it's, right. and these bitches out here being dairy free and shit, these dairy free bitches running around, you need almond, oh, coconut. I got coconut and cow. I'll fuck with it. Wow, you get that shit from a tree? I get the tree milk. <laughs> All right. I'm so ready to bring our next guest to this motherfucking stage. Yes! It's your coworker. Look, he's my coworker. I am um, currently filming a show which is, thank you, called, it's, it's based on First Wives, the First, first Wives Club movie. Yeah, Diane King, Diane King, Diane King, with Jill Scott and Ryan Michelle Bethay. But this motherfucker we about to bring out is on the show too. He plays Jill Scott's husband. I've oh, been a, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go down this line r- real quick. Do it. Cool runnings, smoke, blue in the oh, face, really? copland, soul food. What? What? I'm just saying hello. Play his bill, criminal, kids in America. What? Why'd I get married? Why'd I get married too? Feel the noise. Lucky <laughs> Girl Paradox, who does do his part? First wives, New York undercover. I wish I could wear a turtleneck. Um, you would pull it off with a style and appeal all your own. But thanks for doing the show, man. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you, man. Oh I got God. to know this woman. I just got introduced to her like two months ago. I had yeah. no idea who she was. No, that's... that's the, Nobody does. I, w- I was invited to a, a table read, a First Wives Club, and Jill Scott and Ryan Michelle Bath, and this woman killed it. And I was like, who the fuck is that? I, I, I honestly did not, not know anything about this woman, but I've become a fan, a sister, a brother. I'm a sister too. <laughs> Gender equality shit. <laughs> That's right. Getting back to what Jordan said about your turtleneck, the bigger picture for me is <laughs> confidence. Were you always this confident? Were you just an eight-year-old with swag on the playground, just like, yo, 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 let me play that dodgeball? <laughs> or is it, or, or is there like some sort of story, like, you know, were you like a bigger kid and lost weight, and you're just like, you know what, this is who I, I was. Oh, like, like, where it come from? Where it grow, what it do? No, when I was little, I used to talk like this, and black people didn't think I was black enough. <laughs> and they used to get really mad and say, dude, you talk like a white dude. It's true. If you're black and you grew up in Harlem and you, you talk like this, like I was a theater kid. And so, like, we were taught to, you know, use perfect enunciation. And, like, I, I, I had some really tough friends and they taught me to be black as shit. Where did you... Is no, it, no, is it um, like, at the learning annex? No, or where do you learn that? That's... 
I figured this is a comedy show, right? So y'all motherfuckers don't know I'm funny. He's a dramatic actor. Fuck that shit. It's a fucking act. Yeah. He got flavor. He got dimension. No, but I got a name, Yoba, which means last of the slaves, a new generation. Had a black nationalist father who believed that we shouldn't watch television. There should be books and crayons and construction paper and create and write. And this confidence used to get me in trouble. It used to be called um, disorderly conduct, unsatisfactory behavior, because a teacher would say some bullshit, and you're seven, and you're like, mm-mm. <laughs> and it's a true story. Mr. Arias was my 12th, I mean, my seventh grade Spanish teacher. Um, he literally put me in a corner with a dunce cap. What? No. And if you're too young for a dunce cap, a dunce cap was a cylindrical, is a cylinder? It's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. cone-shaped mm-hmm. hat that said dunce, and the teacher would stick you in the corner like you're the idiot. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, I'm giving y'all my back. How was that on. shit legal? I was 12 years old. He was that teacher that said, um, you can't eat in class, yet he ate Kit Kats every day after lunch. No, life. you better give me Faster. a break. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> So um, people like him made me want to become a teacher. Yes. Mm. So I had a passion for like education because I thought my teachers were fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could do this better than they can. So fast forward, I'm 20 years old. I'm working for a group called the City Kids Foundation. And there's, I got a room full of teachers and standing in a circle. And there's one disruptive teacher. I'm like, oh, shit. Mr. Arias. No. He didn't recognize me because now I'm 20. I was 12 last oh, time he saw shit. me. I blew up his spot. I said, now here I am trying to teach teachers how to communicate better with students, and you were Mr. Kit Kat. You were that motherfucker that told us we could. I blew up his spot. And so, growing up as a kid with a name like Yoba, last of the slaves, a new generation, we have a father that told you if we were still in Africa, you'd be princes and princes and kings and queens. I really believe that shit. Like, for real, for real. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in the 70s and 80s, if you, you dirty African, I'm like, yo, fuck you. If I was in Africa, I'd be a prince, motherfucker. Who would you be? Yeah. Like, that's, that's so the sweat, like, the confidence. It's, it's a funny thing because um, all of the Yobas are like that. There's six of us. And it, I don't even look at it a confidence thing. I just think that it's, we talk about it more as adults. Our father used to always say, you're going to hate me as a kid, but love me as an adult. Because mm-hmm. he was that person that, there was no TV, like I said, so there was no Saturday morning cartoons. It was get up, scrub the floors, like literally scrub the like get to the baseboards, scrub that, the, the doors on the cabinets. He used to always say, you know, create, create your own shit. If there's a crack, fill it. And so the confidence comes from being raised in an environment that you were told you have to be competent, yes. you have to be efficient, you have to be effective, you have to make impact, you have to serve. And so I gave my teachers my autograph when I was 13. I was like, I'm going to be fit. True story. Like, I, you, read a question. Okay, You're going to answer some questions yes. to the audience, okay? Can you okay? answer some questions? Help us out here. These better be this good questions. This is fun. I'm, I'm glad you asked me to do this. Thank I needed you so this. much for coming. Thank you. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. It always it's makes good. me feel less lonely. This is not a bad question. What do you do when you're waiting for laundry? <laughs> <laughs> Stuff. Stuff? Like, do you, I mean, do you read, like... Some, Th- this some, is a better question. I, I do laundry. <laughs> How many temper tantrums are we allowed to have over the current administration? As long as you feel something. 
Just you feel stuff. Feel something. Feel stuff. If you're you not can have the... you can f- be all up in the feels, be... but all up in the action too. Yes. Just don't be feeling and spend a whole lot of time talking. I had nightmares behind this shit. True story. Yeah. Because I was in my feelings too much about no, it. No, I feel you. I, I feel like he definitely like helps us. Like, oh, that's the wrong way to react. Here's the right way to react. Um, it's like give money to those. Like, for instance, in the California wildfires, when he was like, the problem is the mismanagement of the forests. <laughs> These forests were asking for it. Did you see how they were dressed all in wood? It's like, come on. Excuse me. Excuse me. I don't know how much you paid to get in here. Have you ever seen a black man do an impression of Donald Trump? Twice as much. Every fucking Twice as much. Was worth that shit, bitch. Twice as hard. Oh my God. This one is straight out of the 19th century. Is morning sex a wifely duty? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Look, I'm a wife. I'm a wife. I'm a wife in this relationship. Yeah. So I do my duty. Wow. All right. I'm sorry. Maybe you don't have 5 a.m. call times like I do, but I'm it's like. It's hard though. I get it. Yeah. I'm. Look. I'm gonna touch it. I'm gonna say hi to it. It's my new roommate. Being married or with somebody for a long time, I never realized how much. I would see someone's crotch up close. Sometimes I wear sunglasses just to switch it up. Well, he is Dutch. Because how do you look? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. He's here. here He's for here. It. Ain't no he sunglasses here. in my house. Felicia <laughs> 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 2020. <laughs> She is fucking amazing. Yes. She's a badass. She is a badass. I'm a fucking fan. Yeah. I don't know if you guys brought all your fucking friends Netflix password, but I don't know if you've seen the show Orange, Orange is, is the, the New, New Black. Black. But she's a badass bitch, and she is a full-rounded motherfucking entertainer, and I can't wait to get into it. Please give it up for our next guest, Jessica Pimentel. I'm sorry. Yeah. Looking good, looking good. Gorgeous as fuck. Mike is talking. Takes one to know one, darling. Just looking in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, guys, don't they both look great? I think you're both, you look agreeable. So, um. So, where were you born? I was born right here in Brooklyn, New York. At Long Island College Hospital. We can, if you look right out there, you can see where I was born. How do you say your last name, by the way? Pimentel. Pimentel. Correct. Is that pepper? Very good. That's where it comes from. It's not a a name that comes from a country. It comes from a trade. So it's the pepper trader. So you find... Pimentel Italy, Pimentel Spain, Pimentel India, Pimentel oh Indonesia. God. So that's where the name we are comes twinsies. from. Yeah, my last name is Buto, derives from Bato, which is boat, because my people came on a boat, not by choice. Yes. 
is there anyone in your family that you, your character Maria, is there anyone in your family that you're like, this is who this bitch is? None, no, absolutely not. But the, the way that she speaks does come from my mom because some days, like she came here when she was 13 years old from the Dominican Republic, 12, 13. So some days she's like, hey, you know, I saw this guy, I'm trying to get a pocket spot, fuck out of here. And then the, like another day she's like, Jesse, can you bring me the salmon? Like she just came here yesterday. <laughs> And like, you're gonna go out like that? You didn't use the iron? <laughs> I love that. Right? And I, but you've been here like 50 years, Molly. And she's like, yeah, I know. I'm from Brooklyn, whatever. So the way she speaks comes from my mom. Like, I call my mom. I'm like, mom, how am I talking today? She's like, yes, I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck out of here. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, so Maria has a little accent today, a little. So yeah. you, you um, went to performance. Um, yes. High school, school, art school? Yeah. Yes. yes. How old were you when you um, um, put your first band together? Uh, first, but, well, I, I started off as a classical violinist. I started playing violin what? when I was two years old. Wow. Let me just... <laughs> yes! To paint yes! a picture here, you started... You were classically trained in the violin. Yes, my mother worked for the Board of Education. Yeah. And uh, there was someone had retired, and they just said, you know, the office is here, whoever wants it, whatever is here is yours. And my mom found a little teeny tiny violin. The ladies were like, oh, don't you have a little daughter here? Give it to your daughter to play with. And I loved it. It was really cute. I messed around with it, and I was bowing in, like, cat-killing. And it just so happens, only in New York, that my next-door neighbor is a concert violinist named wow. Atman Albanese. Oh my and my God. playing was infuriating the man. <laughs> <laughs> Infuriation! <laughs> so he came over, he taught me how to tune it, he tuned it for me, he showed me how to rosin the bow, how to play some notes, sure. yes. so on and so forth. And around the corner, Bergen Bistro, for whoever else is from Brooklyn, used to be a record store that every week they would put out a box of unwanted LPs. Mm -hmm. And 90% of those were classical music. But what? when did you switch to fucking metal? Because <laughs> she's in a metal band, y'all. How dope is that? Layers upon la 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 layers. Yes. Yes. Layers. So, uh, yeah. yeah, well, we, uh, someone gave me, when I was, I think, 12 years old, a, um, a record, King Diamond Conspiracy. He said, it starts with violins. I know you play the violin. You might like this. The name was uh, Oren Blonstein. I went to his bar mitzvah. <laughs> Orin Blonstein. And he thought I would like it because it starts classical, but then it just talks about, I don't know, it was the scariest shit I've ever heard. I was right. afraid to go into my closet, like near the closet for weeks. It was like <laughs> people rising from the dead and you're making packs with the Satanists and the this and the, And I loved it. Right, right, right. It was amazing. It scared the fuck out of me. Was there ever a point where you're just like, okay, I'm going to these metal places and no one looks like me? Like, no, we're, not I'm really, because I grew up in New York. Right. So we yeah. had a really, really awesome scene in the 90s that you would start the day off and maybe you would go to a ska concert and you would do a little skanking. Then you would go to a metal show and, you know, throw each other around the mosh pit. Then you would go to a rave and, you know... <laughs> we got to talk about a mosh pit but one day. how old were you when you were in these... Ska places. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, ska shops? <laughs> I don't know. Ska shops. Absolutely, like ska, ska shops. Shop, uh, ska place. factory. A ska factory. I'm sorry. Well, I, handmade ska pop-up. There was a time yeah. when IDs yeah. were not checked at the door. Do, who else oh, remembers shit. that? I do, yeah. That was, that there was, was a time where if you were trying to go to the limelight, let's say... I fast with the limelight. Yeah, I was not allowed 
allowed to be in the limelight because I was only 14 or 15, but I was allowed to stand outside the limelight and check your ID and tell you that you couldn't make it in because I didn't like your pants. Ooh, that I was never your job? worked at a club. Yeah. I always wanted job? to work at a club. You, yeah. you looked at my pants when you said that. Um, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Fucking lies. Getting but just so you know, so <laughs> lies. Stop being self-conscious. I can't. So, I, I can't. <laughs> I, I have to. Okay, but I have to ask you um, this. Like, w- this is and not to make you like cry, but this is the final season. I cry for money this yeah, week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. But this is the final season. Like, what? How does that make you feel? Like, how does it make you feel oh, that you? We kind of knew at this point that yeah. this was gonna be the end of the road for us. But this last season is. It's going beautifully. We're doing them justice because I know we understand the impact that the show has. We yeah. understand how there's never been a show with this many women, uh, different ages, different races, different sizes. Uh, that's never existed before. We yeah. understand that we broke down the door. We didn't just open it. We broke it down. We killed it. We set that shit on fire. Yeah. yeah. You know, now... <laughs> Watch those wires. Oh my god. Oh my god, girl, Woo! yes. We pulled it off. We pulled Bye. it the fuck off. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of you for coming out tonight. You guys are amazing. Take care of each other and wear a condom. This was a fun show. We had Michael Ian Black, Malik Yoba, and Jessica Pimentel. And Jordan, you also revealed what your favorite century is. Oh my God, 14th century Spain. It's amazing. You say it like we're supposed to know. (laughs) You say it like everybody's supposed to know. Where is my time machine? I have so much insight about you and your wife and the foreplay. It's... (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Just, it's just yuck. Wow. But it's your love. It is my it is, it is my love. It's your love. It is personal to us. Okay. Now, Adulting was produced by Blakeney Schick, Odelia Rubin, and the Adulting team includes Joanna Salatarov, Paula Schumann, Joe Plord, Ed Haber, Keegan Zimma, and Irene Trudell. This episode was edited by Julia Botero, and the live show is produced by Christian Banda. Love that guy. Our theme music is by Isaac Jones, with additional music by Don Will. <laughs> Did you guys like this episode? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? I know. Did you like it? Please rate us. Yes. Um, I don't read all the reviews. Jordan definitely does because his <laughs> kids are older and he has time to read stuff. My kids are younger and I have a career. So please wow. rate us. Jordan will let me. I'm just kidding. But it's kind of true. So please rate us oh, and let us know what you think. Honestly, Jordan, I love the reviews coming in. They're, they're good. I haven't read them. <laughs> he screen captures them and sends them to me I like do not. two in the morning. Just a few. <laughs> Just the good ones. And guys, subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss our next episode. It comes mm. out every Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday! And if you're having a party, invite your neighbors. They may suck and eat their own boogers, but you know what? They won't call the cops on you. And that is adulting. <laughs>